Talk History. I'm your host, Matt. And with me, as always, are my co-hosts. First up is Innes. Hello. And Lorna. Hello. For anyone who hasn't listened before, thanks for listening. Um, we do a... This is a history topic. No, it's not a history podcast. Where we do a report on a topic, moment, event from history. It tends to be something a um, little less known or something... Um, you might have heard of, but you don't know everything about. Shed a bit more light. Shed a bit more light on it, yeah. Um, how's everyone? Great. All right. You oh. two have just done a run. We've just you? done a run. Mhm. Yeah. It was okay. One of us has showered. <laughs> it was. One many. of us came second in their age category. There wasn't many. <laughs> but you How'd did you know? well because I yeah. saw. I could see other people. How many people were in this race? Um, a few hundred. You, few hundred. Two hundred and twenty women, I think. Oh, did it? Oh, maybe more than that. Maybe about three, four hundred then. Oh, no, 210 part runners. Oh, oh And you came... Um, where did we come on? About 110th. That's all right. Mid- middle of the pack. 115, 114, 115. 115. Mm. We went for a uh, gentle jog. Yeah, there's no point rushing it on your first go. There's no point rushing it. No. Also, Matt waited for me a lot. He could have run off, but he didn't. Why? Gentleman. <laughs> Next time I'm going to run off. <laughs> We're gonna do one running together, one running off, one running together. Yeah. Yeah, is that the ratio? Yeah. Yeah. One for one. Um, Innes, how are you? <laughs> no, I'm all right. I'm all right. Have uh, <coughs> done any running? Any gymming? I've been to the gym a couple of times. I, a new new revelation. I can go on my lunch breaks now. Can so, you? Yeah, I've been going on my lunch breaks at work. Oh, that's quite good. Yeah, just start a bit early, get a bit of extra lunch break. How long do you get your lunch break then? Depends how early I start. Hmm. Oh, maybe save some of this uh, (laughs) scintillating conversation for after the podcast. It's all relevant, Matt. Oh, it is it all relevant. Oh, that's good then. Because today we're talking about a sporting legend. Okay. Bob. Bob Beeman. The Beeman. Do you know him? I haven't, I haven't heard of him, no. Do you know, do you, do you, do you, do you know Bob <laughs> Beeman? I've never heard of him you don't before know reading Bob, your title. Bob Be- yeah, I know, I don't even read over my shoulder. Right, here we go. Matt's the worst for that. Careful. Look I know, out. and he'll be like, oh yeah, getting all the facts, and then he'll be like, did he do this? And you're like, yeah, he did. Um, Can we yeah. guess what sport he did? Yeah, well, I'm getting to that, all right? I've already read He competed in oh. the, you already know what he did? Bloody it hell. says it in the title. Oh. No, it doesn't. Oh, then it, I don't. The know. title is Bob Beeman. No, the line underneath <laughs> the title. Oh, the line underneath the title. Yeah. Does say Subtitle. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay, you're not in this game. Matt's guessing. This is for Matt. Pew, pew. He was in the 1968 Olympics. So what did he do there? So was that a summer Olympics? It was. Yes. Um, Bob Beeman sounds, City. sounds like a javelin thrower. He's not. But we're, we're talking track and field. Track and field. Oh, he's saying track and field. I like the words track, track and field. Bob Beeman, sprinter? Nah. No. More field. Oh, more field. More field. Um, triple jumper. Oh, very close, but no. Long jumper. Correct. Long Four jumper. Um, so, he was a long jumper in the old... Um, Olympics. Olympics. <laughs> yeah, the old yeah, Where's he from? He's from uh, USA. New York City, I believe. Oh, the Big New Apple. New York City. Yeah, exactly. He didn't speak like that. Though. Well, he might have done, but I don't think he did. Um, do you want a bit of background on him before yeah. we get into the, the proper stuff? Yeah. Um, he had, he'd overcome a lot to get to the Olympics. Okay. Um, his mum died when he was one. He never knew his dad. And he was brought up by his stepdad's mother or something. 
no, that's right. Step stepfather's mother in Jamaica, Queens. Oh, which yeah. is in, somewhere in New York. York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the five boroughs. Wait, where's his stepdad? I do not know. His, mo- his stepdad's mother's looking after him, so... Interesting. Maybe he's always with the depressing reports, isn't he? Yeah, I'm the one that brings it. Is there any death in this podcast? Well, no. You just yeah, you just said his mum died when oh, he was born. Okay, that's, that's never knew his dad. So yeah, cheerful. Right. And his stepdad's just disappeared. Just to to make it even more uplifting, um, he joined a gang in his youth. Um, did a bit of drug dealing, didn't he? Oh yeah. Um, and then standard. They thought he's a bit out of line, this Bob. Um, we need to like sort him out, like the authorities. So they sent him to one of the dreaded 600 reform schools in New York. So they have these schools where they sent bad kids. Yeah. Um, not necessarily bad kids. Oh well, troubled. Trouble. Yeah. Mm. With with not the luckiest upbringings. Yes. Um. And yeah, he he went to them schools. This is when he started rescuing himself, making himself a bit bit better Looking doing a bit better mm-hmm. yeah because yes. um, you at these schools these youth coaches helped him realize his athletic talent um, by 1964 he ranked among the top high school uh, long jumpers in the nation um him himself beeman and feather feather fellow new yorker john carlos um will like, you say these names in an american accent please I want to know what Bob sounds like in American accent. Bob Beeman. <laughs> Bob Bradley. Yeah. Yeah. Bob Beeman and yeah. John Carlos. <laughs> I don't know about that one. Uh, Some strong accents today. Yeah. Uh, he had a mate anyway, John Carlos, who was like, he was a good long. He was a very. He was in the Olympics as well. Oh. He was, but they both like grew up together. Um, just before. Um, the ne- this is a lot of, uh, I don't know if you something happened at the 1968 Olympics the, um, you... the American guy yeah. uh, Jesse Owens not Jesse Owens that's 32 Tommy Smith and was it the Black Panther um, salute yeah yeah. I'll, I just want to tell you that name first and third or first and second in the something sprint, uh, 200 maybe? metres 200 it was meters. first and third I believe because yeah. there's a guy on second place that I don't just, know Stood there. Yeah, but I feel like I don't know what I would have done. Uh, I'm just trying to find out the names for you. They're on my notes somewhere. Does it matter? Uh, why are you talking about it? Like... I'm just saying that. Um, all right, I'll just I'll tell you in a bit because it's somewhere yeah. in my notes. But um, yeah, he just before the games was. Sorry, I'm just reading. Um, he boycotted um, some get like warm up tournament because thought that the organisers were like racist. Who did Bob? Uh, Bob Beeman, yeah. Right. Um, so was Bob Beeman African-American? Yes, he was. Right. Um, yeah, so uh, there, there was talk that he might not get into the games because he was like boycotted this, mm. I think. But he did end up going to the games because I thought I'd while I've done the podcast. Yeah. Um, he also had a... There was a... Um, fellow long jumper from America called Ralph Boston. Um, Ralph Boston was like, he had it all up there. He knew what he was doing. Like He knew what he needed to do and he jumped when he jumped. But Bob Beeman just kind of ran at it and jumped. Right, and, yeah, yeah. But they were both really good, but um, Ralph Boston was more technically skilled. Um, and Bob Beeman was like faster and like Raw better. Power. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, 
He actually entered the 1968 Olympics as a favourite. Bob did. Um, winning, 20, winning 22 of the 23 uh, meetings he'd had that year, including a career best of 8.33 metres and a, a world's best of 8.39 metres. But I didn't know this about long jump. If it's too windy on the day, they just say, yeah, you've just jumped a world record, but you can't have it because it was windy. Oh, because it might push you. Yeah, yeah. So he actually broke a world record before the um, Olympics, but didn't he didn't get it given oh, to him right. because... And that was, they did it all in feet back there as well. So it was 27 feet, six and a half inches. Oh. Which is um, quite tall. I'm five foot. Yeah, you're a bit more than five foot. I'm five foot seven. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's a few of me. Lorna wishes she was five foot because she read somewhere I'm online. Five foot eight, I want to be five foot eight. Why? About like what you are if you're a certain height as a female. <sighs> And oh, I wish I was smaller. So I've always wanted to be five foot eight because I can't go on Britain's Next Top Model if I'm five foot seven. Not that I'd want to go on, but I just would like to have the option. Mm. I don't think that it's fair that I'm not allowed that option. And then the other day, I was reading this tweet that someone had put, and it was like saying heights. So it was saying like girls' heights, and it was like four foot eight to four foot nine, Harry Potter dwarf or <laughs> goblin or something. And then it said five foot to five foot two, queen. And then it said five foot three to five foot four princess and then it skipped out the middle and said five foot seven to six foot plus premier league center back <laughs> fuming yeah not premier league center back a good job at a club like west ham or something someone that's i don't want to play at west ham <laughs> all right sorry to... <laughs> um i'm sorry you offended you who would you play for a premier league team um you thinking? Stoke. I know right now. Lana's <laughs> thinking of their kit colours. She's mm. like, what are, what are all no, the I don't actually know the kits. I'm thinking who's on the team. You don't know many. I do. I know the ones I dodge. Liverpool. I wouldn't be playing for Liverpool. Good. I would not be playing for City. Okay. Potentially United. If they'd have you. Uh, of course they would. I'm a Premier League centre back. I'd take anyone right now. They would. Yeah. Well, I'm not going we there if they're taking anyone. I'll go to Tottenham. Oh, white kits. Interesting. I don't know the You kits. like Harry Kane? Yeah, he's alright. I think he looks a bit like Ryan Gosling. I don't know. The Ryan Gosling of all. the football world. He's not. got quite big noses. Yeah, interesting. Anyway. Back to report. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, we're. we're um, I've been long to get some out of the teeth. <laughs> Thank not you. Not the middle, that one, and that's that. There you go. Perfect. Carry on. <laughs> Please cut my arm. <laughs> on the uh, morning of. October 17th, 1968, uh, one day after Carlos, it's Carlos and Smith, by the way, John Carlos and Tommy Smith did the black glove Tommy um, Smith. Oh, yeah, uh, thing. One day after that, um, the, da, 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 the long jumpers gathered for the first round of the competition. Um, they each had, each had three jumps to... Wait, can you just go back? I'm a bit lost. Go on. So they've done that thing, the Black Panther That thing. was the day before. I was just day giving before, you a bit of context. What are the names again? Tommy John Smith. Carlos and Tommy Smith. I thought John, John Carlos was a long jumper, though. No. Why, why did you mention was, him before? Because he went. He was in school with... Oh, he was uh, in school with him, right. ...with uh, Beeman, but I don't think he was a long jumper. Well, he must have been a sprinter if he came yeah, third. Yeah, in the 200 metres. He probably did all yeah. right, didn't he? Yeah. Right, so they've done that, and it's the next day, and it's time for long I can imagine time. it's quite a interesting atmosphere at the, yeah. the, the time yeah probably the day after that's happened yeah um, yeah a bit tense but to be honest I mean I was just giving you a bit of context yeah, but not yeah. like I mean it's not I could have done a whole podcast on that yeah, but I yeah. thought people know a bit more about that yeah but I've never heard of um, 
Bob. Bob Demon. Bob Demon. <laughs> um, so they, they gathered for the first round. You know, you do like your you like qualifying three, stage. Three six. I think there's only two as far oh, as I'm okay. aware. At this stage, anyway. They might have changed. I was thinking it. jumps. Oh, yeah. Jumps. So they have three yeah. jumps. Okay. Um, and uh, um, basically, the first three people in this um, this event did all right. But then Bob Beeman fouled his first two jumps. And you only hit three jumps. Yeah. So he's like a bit worried that he, he might foul again. Yeah. So... Um, his advisor just said, "You know what? Jump well early of the. You know you got yeah. your foul line. Just jump well early." And he did, and he did an all right jump. And he yeah. got to, that's basically it. He got through. Um, but that night, um, Beeman admitted that he uh, relaxed with some tequila. Oh yeah. And he also had sexual intercourse with his girlfriend, which is like you don't do that because oh, wow. yeah, your, your testosterone, yeah, stuff as well. there's all oh. kinds of things. So you got to keep like your body at like. Yeah. yeah, not relaxed. Yeah, but that's like, yeah. Um, so anyway, um, but at London Olympics, didn't they make like a certain like a million, probably not a million condoms yeah, for, the, yeah. for the village? I think that's afterwards, though. Yeah, probably just to relax. Mm. Maybe I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I always heard of that, and I don't think footballers come before a game and stuff. Yeah, probably not. Mm. There's there is. There is risk of injuries yeah. and all sorts, but anyway, he did. He didn't didn't give a damn, um, and he he's like quoted like the night before, like he when he's looking back, he's like all I could think of were words that started with D: deplete, drain, dissipate, distract, da da dum. <laughs> Don't know what that Surely means. Surely could think some better ones like dance. Yeah, but, but he weren't he weren't feeling that. Right. Um. Anyway. He and the other 16 finalists, reco- so this is the final, so it was only two rounds, right, but yeah, yeah, you get three jumps, um, came back the next afternoon. Um, there he faced the two previous gold uh, medal winners, Ralph Boston, yeah, who was the technically gifted guy, and Lynn Davis of the UK. Oh. Uh, Ralph Boston's from the USA. I'm supporting Lynn. Lynn? Lynn Davis. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. well, he's from the UK. Yeah, I think I would be too. Uh, there's also a two-time bronze medalist in there. I got her uh, of Savian. <laughs> I like your shoulder movement when you said that. Yeah, you know that because you're reading over my shoulder there. Yeah, man. I just read that. Well, I, I assumed it was from the Soviet Union. <laughs> oh, did well, you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, you assumed because you knew. No, but you also read the it. name gave it away a little bit. <laughs> um, okay, so the competition began around 3:30 p.m. The first three men in the in the heat. The final fouled all the first Ooh. three goals. Pressure. Um, four... Still get three jumps. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they got yeah. another two. They're they're happy. That's it. The fourth jumper was our kid Bob, um, the youthful American. Mm. He was twenty two at the time. Oh, our what, age. Twenty two. Yeah. Um, that's what Ennis asked me to work out earlier. Yeah, yeah. I was giving you some dates. Yeah. Didn't give anything away. Uh, in the thin air of Mexico City, uh, conditions were perfect for Beeman. The temperature was 74 degrees. That's Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. I don't know too hot in Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) You're this wet in a bit. Uh, The rain was holding off. And the wind speed is key. Um, The wind speed was two metres per second, which is like the maximum allowed for the rules. Otherwise, for it to be a world record. Mm. Otherwise, it's just... I only know wind speed from playing archery on um, Wii Sports. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was hard. And it gets like 10 metres a second and it's like you have to fire the next board (laughs) along. I remember that. Um, I've been on a website 
called, and I feel like I have to, have to quote them because okay. I've got a couple of paragraphs from them that I really like, so I'm just going to repeat it. Is that all right? Yeah. Is that allowed? If, I, if it's called deadspin.com. Deadspin. Yeah. Right. <laughs> thought there was no death. No, there's not. It's been some already. Um, anyway, so I'm just going to read out because I thought, I thought it was really good. Okay. Beeman stood motionless on... This is about his jump. Yes, I presume. Stood motionless on the <laughs> runway. His close-cropped hair parted neatly on the left side of his head. Ah. He stared at the pit, rocking briefly to gather himself. I like how your voice has changed. Yeah, it's changed. <laughs> you his impossibly long legs advancing towards the board. <laughs> Matt's just doing Matt's it. Matt's doing the impression of the I was doing giraffe. the leaning and now I'm doing the legs. His last thought, he later said, was, don't foul. Oh. Don't foul. Another D. Uh, exactly. There's a lot. It's pretty depressing, isn't it? Um, 19 strides later, or about 130 feet, he planted his right foot squarely on the board and flew skyward. It appeared that he was running in midair. <laughs> he hovered as high as six feet above, above the sand. Um, that is high. He took off running, man, and when he hit the board, he just kept climbing. That's what John Carlos said. All oh, right. Um, who was the guy on the podium with the black ball? Yes. Yeah, yes. sprinter. We're getting there. Um, one last little bit from Deadspin.com. Yeah. As gravity took over, Beeman swung his arms backward and outside his legs for one last thrust. Yeah. His white. Kind of Scottish then. <laughs> thrust. <laughs> his white Adidas spikes. Sorry for the uh, advertising there. Yeah, okay. uh, his white Adidas spikes made landing and disappeared in a cloud of brown sand, with his knees and ankles taking the brunt of the jarring impact that folded his body into itself. His butt momentarily <laughs> brushed the sand. Ooh. The sequence took all of about six breathtaking seconds. I can imagine that in slow-mo. That was slow-mo for mm. me reading it. Um, as you can tell, I didn't write that. I can tell, yeah. yeah. It was quite well written. But also, if he's... I'm wondering where his butt touched the ground because that can... That's can his thing, isn't it? Well, That's yeah. where the last bit Yeah, last it's the last bit. bit. So like, if you fall yeah. back and you don't do it quite right and you put your hand back... Yeah, you've got to do it far forward. I used to do triple jump. I was the Oldham School's triple jump champion. There we go. Um, <laughs> and then I went to do it. Why are you all laughing at? You've got to get that in there, don't Just, you? He's doing it this morning this as well. Just, what else were you saying this morning? I was oh, like, you I came second, eighth in the oh, northwest go, at cross country. But, um, second in Oldham. Or you know, I don't need to repeat that on the podcast. <laughs> did no. did you win my primary school's high jump? I was not in, in your primary school. <laughs> I guess no. that's a no. <laughs> there no, we go then. No, sadly not. I did. I did win my year win? five chess championship at <laughs> my primary school. Oldham Council Young Employee of the Year. I don't work for Oldham Council. I do actually now, but not. In that capacity, no. I mean, you just listen. Well, we've all, yeah, yeah, yeah. we've all had a good brag there. I said bradded. That's not a thing. All bragged. Yeah. We've all had a good brad there. And now the question is: Does Bob have a reason to brag? That's a good segue. It was, but we're going <laughs> it away. It really is it when you tell us it's a good segue, especially in that weird whisper. The the one. <laughs> the uh, the way I've written this podcast is from. I don't know if it's easy to jump, but it's from the perspective of two people, and I've left out one person up until now. Right. Wait, will we find out if you won? Yes. I mean, it is a podcast on him. <laughs> yeah. We're coming back to it. Yeah. 
I just want to jump to somebody. You're leaving us in suspense. Yeah, that's it. That's oh, what I just imagine him in slow mo in the air. And he's just and it's brushed back. his bum he's on the like sand six months earlier. Oh, yes. It is pretty much that. Oh. Although twenty five years earlier. Twenty <laughs> twenty five years and six months earlier. <laughs> We're just gonna jump. We're gonna okay. jump. <coughs> Last just... week Lorna did a lot of jumping. Oh, sorry, I did. I was a jumper here. Yeah. Coughed your way through that as well. <laughs> I said um, sorry for coughing. Right, so take yourself yes. back. It's 1968. Okay. We're going back to just before World War Two. 1939, 38. Yeah, something. Like that. Let's say 38. I don't know. Um, I thought we went 25 years back. Oh yeah, is that not about that? 1968, 1948, 1943. Right. We're in World War Two. All right, a bit early. America. 30 years yeah, back. 30 years. Okay. 30 years All right. back. A man. We're in London. Oh. And there's yeah. a man called Tony Duffy. Oh yeah, Tony Duffy. Uh, <laughs> Carry on. Yeah, uh, this is a this is a really weird. I just did a lot of reading and uh, he kept cropping up, so I just thought I'd throw him. Okay. In. Um, he spent most of his youth in London, uh, <laughs> and then he got evacuated in the you know when oh, World yeah, War Two, um, so he wasn't there then. Um, he studied at law at the University of Manchester uh-huh. because, before nice. becoming an accountant. Oh, he, boring. Yeah, pretty boring. He joined a large international firm and worked in the taxation department. He wanted a lot more from life. Like to be the long jump champion of the world. Maybe he just wanted to do Did his it? hobbies. Did he have hobbies? He, uh, he had hobbies. And what was his hobby? Ph- photography. Oh, right. Okay. You were going to say long jump. Yeah, yeah a long jump. But um, this guy reminds me of you quite a lot, Matt, in many different ways. You like photography, don't you? It's okay. You do. I didn't do law. You didn't do law, but I didn't get you're from Manchester. He was there, you know. He was there at once. Yeah. Um, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of links, and you'll see more as we. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. He, he, so anyway, his first camera was an old Voigtlander camera. Sounds German to me. Mm, yeah. How's it spelled? Like that. Oh. Yeah. So that's good for the audio at home. V o i g t l. A with two dots on it and D E R. Um, he bought it mainly for holidays, um, and it was a method of taking pictures of his trips and various girlfriends he had. Hmm. Oh, is he a player? <laughs> I've put it. Not like Seemed that. like a bit of a charmer slash sleazy guy to me. Oh, that's like that. Charmer, <laughs> charmer. No, no, the second one. <laughs> um, it, uh, pr- well. We're, we're jumping again, but it's, it's a similar topic. Patricia Nutting was an eighty-meter hurdler. Who was a? Uh, Where is this story going? Oh, it's, it's jumping, it's jumping, know, but it's getting to seeing links. Yeah, there is links. Who was talented enough to represent Great Britain in three Olympics, and she was one of his girlfriends. Oh. I don't know if it was the same time or just at one point point yeah. in time she was his girlfriend. Wait, what sport did she do? Eighty meter hurdle. Yeah. Did he take pictures of her? He did. Mm. She, uh, well, I'll get to it, but she'd say, "Look, I'm competing on Saturday. Why don't you come along?" And he'd go... I hope she didn't say it like that. <laughs> and he'd go, oh, all right. But he said that he, he only he only started taking pictures of her because he was bored. Oh. So he was just trying to take, like, good pictures of probably when she was, like, jumping over the yeah, hurdle yeah. or whatever. Well, it's um, a bit of an expensive hobby to just do because he's bored at that time, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, but his uh, photos turned out quite well, especially in the action shots. And uh, Nutting encouraged him to send them to a local track and field magazine. Mm-hmm. When they used one, uh, they sent him a small check and he got happy. Um, and he thought, I could do this again. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
Um, and that was what gave him his first idea of maybe he could get away from accountancy and like take photos. Yeah, yeah. And photography. Um, yeah. So, but he couldn't be bothered to take a photography class. He weren't. He weren't that into it. He just wanted to get a bit of money from photography. I think. Um, but in the autumn of 1968, Duffy decided to combine his love of sport with his fledgling hobby and attend the Olympics in Mexico City. That's a big step, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but I, there is a reason for that as well in the fact that his girlfriend, Nutting, was going was there. Was going, yeah. So I think he's probably just... Yeah. Um, he saved money and went with a Welsh like tour. It's just like a holiday, basically. Oh, right, He's okay. gone on a holiday. Um, uh, and at this time, there wasn't. Um, it was quite carefree. There wasn't as many security things oh, at yes. the. Uh, yeah. So he found that like his girlfriend Nutting lent him like um, like a badge. Her, no, her tracksuit oh, top right. kind of thing, and he just put that on, and he just like. If anyone did ask him a question, he'd just be like, "Oh yeah, my paperwork's here," um, right? And then he'd just carry on walking, and then they wouldn't like. So basically, he got to go into the athletes' village all the time, like taking photos of them and stuff like that. Um, anyway, so now we're linking it together. It's what was it? The it's the day that Beeman's doing his jump. Oh yeah. And he's just his book's just touched the. Uh, oh really? Just just well, second not, not actually. It's about ten minutes earlier. Oh, okay. And uh, Duffy's in the stands, mm. and he's really high up, and he's like, "This is rubbish. I can't see anything up here." Um, and the long jump was the first event, and he noticed that the stadium was quite slow to like fill up. There was quite a lot of empty seats, so he um, basically walked down to the stands uh, to the the track um, <laughs> because. He said that most of these stewards looked like they were like just watching the events rather than stewarding. Yeah. So he said he just like waved and like blustered past all the Mexican students because they were mostly students that were like stewards. Yeah. Um, and managed to end up in like the, I think it's like the press pit. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. at the front. Um, and he's literally right by the. The long jump pit, as what well, was you call it a sand yeah. sand pit? Yeah. He's right by that. Um. And, uh, yeah, he just, like, smiled a lot and patted everyone and got through, which he I really like. like he was uh, meant to be there. Yeah, pretty much. <clears throat> um, and he started, like, taking pictures of the long jumpers as they were, like, warming up and all this. Mm-hmm. Then he uh, took a picture of old Beeman oh, yeah, as he does his jump, heading back to Beeman. Um, so his, his book's just touched down. Yeah. Uh Wait, did he get a picture of his first jump? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, officials had installed an electronic measure. So we're back on Beeman, sorry. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. I made that okay. clear. Yeah. Forget about Duffy for the time being. Um, they just installed a uh, electric, uh, electronic measuring device that ran alongside the pit, mm-hmm. you know, so that you can tell what straight away what kind of score yeah. they got. Um, but the uh, should the judges moved the. The, the slider along to where he'd got it and um, he'd landed further than the oh. electronic World device. territory, if you ask me. Um, so they hurried off to find a, a, tape, oh. a tape measure. Um, 20 minutes passed and uh, three numbers were posted on the scoreboard, uh, 8.90. Uh, 
Um, but Beeman didn't work in meters, so he worked in foot. He, he, he worked in feet, so right. he just he was just stood there like, <laughs> okay, is that good? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, somebody told him that he'd broken the world record by over two feet, which is quite a lot. Wow, that's huge. And he had like this this um, cataplexy attack. It's called. Which is basically where you like you're so shocked that all your your muscles just relax and you just like fall oh, to yeah. the ground. Yeah, yeah. So he, he stood on the track and he just kind of went, oh, and like fell over. I was he, not expecting that. Yeah, he was no, all right. I was like expecting him to be like overjoyed. It, yeah, like too much movement rather than none. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's really nice that all these competitors helped him up. Yeah, and were happy. Lynn Davis, you know, from the UK, yeah. he was like. You've destroyed this event. That's that's it. Like, there's no point. Yeah, what's the point in any of us going? Um, yeah. So, I think uh, I'm gonna brush over a bit, but um, basically, he that was his first jump as well. So everyone else was like, oh, "Bloody hell, I've got to try." I can't do, but nobody beat oh, him. Yeah. Um, and he he only had one more jump. He was like, "I'm not beating that." Really? He got like two or three feet less than his first jump, and he's just like, "Oh, what's the point?" Cool. I'm not. I'm not. I'm going to win, Anna. So um, confidence. Yeah. Um, even a new word had uh, has been made since then called Beamonesque, which is like all right, yeah, um, similar to, to describe the, yeah. spectacular feats like big yeah. things. His world record. Sorry. It's nice that he did so well after the night before when he was not feeling it. Yeah, he had all the depressing thoughts. Yeah. He was all right. Yeah. Um, so his world record. That he got then stood for twenty three years, until it was finally broken in nineteen ninety one by Mike Powell, uh, of, also of USA. Um, but it's still the Olympic record to this day, and it's still the second longest legal jump in history. Oh wow! Um, so yeah, he he'd done well for himself that day. He's done He's, really well. Did he go on to do other Olympics? Uh, yes. He was only twenty two. We'll get on to it. Oh, his legacy. Beach. Yeah. Um, what about this photo then? Is that another? We're heading back. Photo we're heading back now. Well. So the jumps happened. Yes. Sorry. And um, Beeman's happy. Well, he's fallen over, but he's all right. So now we're heading back to Duffy, mm-hmm. the photographer. So he'd snapped only. He'd only taken one picture of this, like just one. But uh, he recalls seeing the whites of his eyes as he came towards him. Um, even after he became aware of what Beeman had done he just carried around the roll of underlayouts like camera for a while and I'm pretty sure he went to like um, he he didn't go and get it like professionally developed and he just went to you know like um, like we'd go to like Boots he just went to like a tourist like 24 hour development thing Um, yeah that was it so he had a good holiday and then he he went um he like went home to England after the Olympics had finished took some more photos obviously while he was there um, and then he just decided to send in his photo to like an amateur photographer well, called the magazine was called Amateur Photographer oh, in England so it was pretty amateur yeah um, and it was published with a, an, another British long jumper like two pictures next to each other he got a bit of money for it um, but then it was no like the 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 picture that he called the jump very mm-hmm. original was basically the only um, picture that anyone had got from like a forward angle right that wasn't off. from the stands or like 
It was basically the, the only the best picture. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was putting magazines and papers all around the world. This Duffy guy's making a bomb off it, just getting all the money from it. Um, yeah, um, but it took him like six months to like get famous. It took six months for this photo to get out there because he just kind of held on to it and um, thing. But that was the picture that started his career in photography. Mm. So he'd gone from accountant to photographer. For a while, Duffy ba- balanced his marriage, his accounting job, and um, he did shooting sports. Shooting animals, I imagine. I don't know. No, like taking photos yeah, of sports. Taking photos of sports. Shooting oh, sports. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> it's just something I like hunting as well. Oh, that's what I thought it was. No, so, okay, that makes sense. Um, But eventually, oh, I read that and I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know he was into, I like him a bit more now. I thought he was into hunting. Um, But eventually, anyway, he he divorced his wife, he quit accounts and stuff. That's how he's only got shooting sports and hunting as well. He focused on taking photos Um, and by the next Summer Olympics he was a credentialed credentialed yeah credentialed, credentialed. Um, like photo right like, so we don't have to sneak in anymore. yeah no he's got oh, the, he's got got the um, and he formed a photo agency called All Sport with his friend I think mm. he's called John Starr or something like that right um, but while Duffy's using that one photo to like launch his career um, Beeman struggled at times to ex- uh, like to escape that one jump that he'd yeah. done um Injuries slowed him down after Mexico. Uh, he never jumped um, 29 feet or 20 or even 27 feet again. He, oh, really? he just jumped like really good jumps, but yeah. nothing. Standard. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was actually drafted for the NBA, um, the Phoenix Suns, but he never played for him. That's right. really unusual. Yeah, yeah. Because he's quite tall. Good jumps uh, yeah. as well. But yeah. it's totally different. Like, it's one of yeah. them's like a. Do three jumps, you're done. And the other one's like... Bounce this ball. Play for ages. Yeah. Run uh, around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it, it was a bit of a down downer for him after that. Like, yeah, that was his peak. Yeah. Um, and he's quoted saying, it was great, but it was just something I did. Oh. That's what, when he was asked about it a couple of years later. Just like, yeah, right? I think it's a, it's it is a struggle for like Olympics Olympians when they do like really well like once and then they mm. can't match it again and there's so much pressure on them yeah, from yeah. everyone. There's also when you ask him about that jump, there's only so much you can say about it. Like you just like yeah, yeah. I trained and yeah, then yeah. I went and I was running and, and I, I jumped. jumped yeah. And, and to them, there's so much more than just one jump, but to everyone else, they yeah. are that jump. Like it yeah. must get so frustrating. Mm. Yeah. Um. So now he's I don't know how old he is seventy eight. He's still alive. I've made that up. He's alive. I think he is 78. I read it on Wikipedia. It's got to be right. Well, well it can't if be, he was 22, he was 22 in 1968, he'd be... 72 now. He'd be... He'd have a two on the end. No, he's 82 then, isn't he? 72. 72. 72. Yeah, 72. Right. 1968. He's, he's still alive, anyway. Yeah. And he saw his world record broken by uh, Mike Powell, who's actually in the stands watching. Oh, really? Yeah. Not bad. Um... I think he was. Oh, no, no, I got confused. Sorry, Duffy was in the stands watching. Oh, all right. But he wasn't taking photos because his eyes had gone by then. Oh. Um, <laughs> one of his... So he weren't watching, was he? He knew this was a depressing <laughs> he was there. report. I know. 
He's so his, he had a colleague that was for his company taking photos right. in the pits, but he was in the stands watching. Um, I think that's a really good job. Like I'd love to go to all the Olympics and just watch things. Yeah, I think it's a really good photos. atmosphere. It's all right. But anyway, he sold his com- Duffy sold his company for millions and lives in California. Ooh. He thought about starting a new photo agency, but this is a quote again. Decided to stick to a hobby of taking pictures of female athletes. <laughs> Which I thought was really creepy. Um, Why specifically female? Yeah, I know. Well, his 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 most famous picture is of a male. Yeah, athlete. I know. But um, also, he's an old man. Like, nah. Yeah, because he was older than uh, Bob, so he'd be like, I don't know if he's still. I think he's still alive. Right. But um, yeah. So that is the tale of Bob Beeman, basically. But I threw in a bit of. Duffy because, Duffy because yeah, it was, does, I thought it was interesting. Just linked to and do you know how he links to you? No. Yeah, he likes photography. Yeah. Bit, what else? Mm, you like sport? I do like sport, yeah. Bit bit of a charmer. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm being nice to yeah, you. Yeah, no, I can see being nice to me. <laughs> um, I don't know, I just thought it was, he sounded like you. I was imagining him looking like you in my head. Ah, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't imagine I didn't him looking imagine like you. Well, what did you worry. think he would look like? I'm trying to think of an example. I imagine him with thinning hair. Yeah, I thought him with thinning hair. Yeah, it was a little hair. bit of a belly. Oh. Probably. Like a tourist. Yeah, I imagine him in like a shell a suit bag. as well. Yes, a bum bag. <laughs> Excellent. Um, but yeah, that's Bobby Beeman's world record. Not bad. Yeah, I know it's a bit, it's a bit of a different Where one, did you think of that? Where did you come up with I that? I was looking at Olympic. I wanted to do... I was The Commonwealth Games is on at the minute. Is, I don't yeah. know if it still will be when this comes out. Maybe four weeks ago. I don't know what the game's on for. I didn't but even know they were on. I thought we've not, I, I don't think we've done a sport in one, have we? Can't remember. We've done 37. Don't think so. So I thought I'll, I'll have a look at yeah. something unusual that's sporting. Sporting's a good one, actually. Um, Lots mm-hmm. of good topics in sports as well. Yeah. But uh, I thought it was quite interesting. I wanted to find more on his early life. It sounded interesting. Mm. Bit of drug dealing. <laughs> but there wasn't a lot on it. Yeah. Probably mm. shadowed by his jump. Yeah. Um, also, probably won't want to talk about. He overcame like, he adversity. A it was a good, uh, yeah, it was a good story yeah. of a role model. Exactly. So that was that. That's it. Do you have a big question for this week? Yeah. Ah, I'll put the theme tune in now. Mm. The, the big, big question. question. <laughs> Today's big question. <laughs> okay. Can I put? Can I start? Yeah. Um. Tell me of. Tell me your biggest achievement that's not like a classic, I won something, in, like something like quite weird that you've won in your life. That's the question. Do you have to have won it? Oh, no, oh, you come. Yeah, you, you could part- participate in it. It's not all about the winning, is it, Matt? You know that. No, it is. Right? Oh, behave. Why do you ask this question? Go on, Matthew, you can go first. I need to think of something myself. Something weird that I have. Mm. I ain't got anything weird. Got oh, something anything. unusual that you yeah. might not have heard of. Yeah, that'll do. Uh, let me have a think too. Have you got one then, Lorna? Yeah. Go on. Lorna Baz. So, when I was mm, 15, I think, I applied to this thing called O2 Think Big. Which is a funding grant to run community events, and I was awarded two thousand five hundred pounds. Really? Mm-hmm. What did you What did you organise? Um, I organised a fashion show, um, cinema events, 
uh, at the Playhouse Touring Shaw, which is it. where I live. Yeah. And you live at the Playhouse <coughs> Touring Shaw. <laughs> I live in Shaw, and um, Shaw we did jewelry making workshops and face painting workshops. Nice. And you had to go through two stages, so you had to apply for one stage, which was three hundred and fifty, I think. And then once you were successful at that, you could apply for the next one. So mm. I applied for the next one. Two thousand five hundred pounds. Yeah. Not bad. That you should have took it and run. <laughs> Um, Ennis, have you got a... Uh, I'm going to go with a bigger achievement. I didn't win anything, but okay. I was a table tennis captain at uni. Oh, yeah, you oh, were. that's a nice but one. that was by default because, because there wasn't anyone else. nobody else turned up. So I... Just you. I turned up on the day and uh, for the first game, because they were like, oh, you're a bit short on numbers. Will you come and play a game straight away? So I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll come down. I'm not very good. But then nobody else turned up to the actual game. So oh. from that day, I was just like, I'm captain. <laughs> I've got this. So I ended up... Who asked you to come down, though? That, and then didn't it was turn the up the leader other of the, No, it was oh, the leader of the league. Right, okay. Because at that point, everyone was still getting their teams together. Mm-hmm. So they were like, yeah, Grisdale, the college that I was from, like, are a bit short yeah. on numbers. Uh, just come a down. A bit short, meaning we have not. No yeah. one. No so, then the, but, so there was no one to challenge your captain... No, exactly. So, but, but then when other players did come on board, yeah, then where I was, did you rank? I was not top <laughs> at all. But the but thing were you was, captain? I was still captain. Were you the organizer for three yeah, years? For three years, yeah. Pretty good. That's yeah. not bad. That. It's an achievement. Similar so. thing happened with the football, where they just created a new team because there were so many people, oh, and I, they were like, "You want to do it?" Because you're not that good, but you can be in the bottom team. So not bad. I was like, yeah. Captain. Um, yeah, I didn't do any sports. And manager, you became manager after you got injured. Mm, yeah. Interesting. That's good. So. Them are good achievements. Yeah. I hope they're on your CV. Mm, don't think. I've be. not really done my CV in a while. But yeah, Matthew. Um, I'm trying to think of. I don't really have any strange ones that I've done. You don't have to be. I don't, just anything you're quite proud um, of. I um, I feel like a couple of times I've been asked to do things like on like short notice mm. um, one time our friend Pete asked me to do a bike ride with him pretend to be his dad on a bike ride um, <laughs> why pretend to be so his dad? he and his dad had signed up for this bike ride from uh, Manchester to Blackpool it's mm-hmm. like 60 yeah. miles um, and two days before he, he messaged me and said do you want to do this bike ride with me because and, and you'll just um, put your name down as, as Bill for this bike ride and I was like, yeah, right. So then um, we did it. Did you Did you all right? I think so. I don't know. It's not about like, did you make it? Yeah, yeah, we made it. It was fine. Uh, I ate a hot dog Was it leisurely? Was it a chatting really. kind of thing? Um, not really, but it was. it's quite a long bike ride. So you're not like, it's not like a sprint. We're not like Tour de France. Um, so, so yeah, so there were stops every, it took us about six hours, I think. It was about five stops you could get, like, drinks and stuff from. And then one of them had a, had a van at the end, like a hot dog van. And I was like, oh, we're only about an hour away. Like, if I just have this hot dog, I'll be fine. Which is probably not what you should be doing when you're doing this, like, sporting race thing. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I had a hot dog and I spilled all ketchup on my leg. Uh, so I brushed it off. Well, I didn't brush it off. I wiped it off with a napkin. And then the next day I had a big burn because I'd had sun cream on and it had been so sunny and this ketchup had fallen on it. When I wiped it off, I wiped it off the sun cream. So this had like a big patch of red where I got burnt. Nice. That is an achievement in itself. Uh, yeah. A ketchup burn. Filling ketchup. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, that's good. The only other one I could think of was I got asked on the day to swim for my school. Oh. So I, uh, I swam for my school, Oldham. Mm-hmm. Came so second, second in, uh, yeah, I came second in backstroke. Well, I was probably there. Oh, yeah, I probably didn't chat though. No, we didn't talk in school. <laughs> no. Matt doesn't no. remember that we sat next to each right. other in history. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, should we wrap this up? Yeah. Yes. So, if you enjoy this podcast, um, you can listen to our back catalogue. We have quite an extensive back catalogue now, 30 yeah, odd episodes, 36. Um, which you can listen to on whatever podcast app are you listening to this on? Yeah, I'll <laughs> iTunes or whatever, or Podbean. Um, you can give us a review, that'd be nice, on iTunes especially. Mm-hmm. Um, and thanks for listening, of course, and coming back. And tell some friends. Contact us. Give Contact us a tweet. Us, yeah, if you want to tweet us uh, at Idiot History Pod, if you've got any ideas for topics, if you just don't agree with something we've said. Um... Or you can email us at idiothistorypod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's everything, isn't it? Yeah. It is indeed. Um, so. Have a nice week. Yeah, next week come back and we'll have another report. Um, got a bit of a hint. It's um, about a famous musician. Oh, that's exciting. Mm. Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll speak to you next week. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.